welcome back to the Simply His Coffee Shop. What crosses your mind when you hear the word perfect? Do you immediately feel shame because you aren't perfect? Do you think of someone in your life that seems to have the perfect everything? Is being perfect even a reasonable quest? That is our topic for today because so many of us, especially women, we struggle, I think, a lot with that and the perception of being perfect and we have to be the perfect woman. We have to be the perfect shape. We have to be the right. perfect mother. We right. all of the things perfect. Yeah. But is that even feasible or is attainable. that even exactly attainable? Yeah, no. You know, when we were round tabling for um, today on the topic of, you know, the paralyzing, mm -hmm. um, you know, perspective of, of um, perfection. And especially, you know, when I was growing up, it was a little different. It was what people said, mm -hmm. not a social media post. Right now, yes. I can't imagine me being a teenager and having social media. Yeah. You know, because there's there's all these external pressures. Yeah. You know, from my perspective, you know, I was an only child and my parents were divorced. So I've got different expectations of yep. what I'm supposed to be here, what I'm supposed to be there. Um, and, you know, all I had was like Teen Beat magazine or something or Cosmo <laughs> telling me what to feel or be or so now with, with social media, you know, there's so many things that I think about like, man, her home is gorgeous. How is that so clean? Yeah. I know how much she works. I mean, you know that, that her kids are so good. Look at, look at this post. They're so beautiful. Their hair is perfect. Their clothes are perfect. Mm -hmm. They're on the perfect vacation, you know, yep. those kinds of things. So that can be super paralyzing to be the perfect Christian. Yeah. You know, worrying about if what are people going to think of me if I have this opinion or if I listen to this music or mm -hmm. I kind of I liked somebody's post on Facebook. Oh, Why what does do that like mean? That? Right, right. Exactly. You know, I also think about I really like to cook. I hate cleaning up, um, <laughs> but I like to cook, you know, what yeah. I mean? and I'm not Martha Stewart at all, but I love experimenting with stuff. But then it's like if I've got people over, OK, it's got to be perfect. I want the plate and the napkins. And, and Toby's <laughs> always like, if I do an event, he's like, nobody's going to notice the stupid napkins. Leave them alone. I'm like, no, but you don't understand. And they've got to be the, right. you know, the thing. And I think, you know, we really tend, we, I'm speaking for myself, um, to work overtime trying to hide yeah. imperfections and flaws, um, our failures, our shortcomings. But for me, when I say that out loud, then I think of, you know, people that are in my purview that I'm like, I need to be authentic for them. Yes. They need to be able to be safe with not being perfect. Right. And why am I trying to expect them to be perfect? I can't be perfect. There was only one that was and they killed him. Right. Yeah, exactly. Thankfully, he came back. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, so I thought about, um, you know, why, why do we strive to want to attain perfectionism? Why do we do that? That's a great question because I know we all definitely struggle with that, especially as women. We're yeah. like, we are always, but why do we do that? That's, that's well, such a weird thing that we would want to be perfect when yeah. there's no way for any of us to be perfect. There's not, but here's, here's the psychology of it. It speaks to the desperation of 
wanting to be accepted, Mm -hmm. Uh wanting to fit in, wanting to be loved, wanting, you know, that kind of, you know, look at me, look at me, let's, you know, let's connect here, let's Mm -hmm. connect. Um, And the thing too is it it can be such a measure of our self-worth, which is, you know, your your self-talk. You know, when you're looking in the mirror, oh my gosh, I can't believe my hair, I can't believe... Oh, I've got a line. I've got this, these wrinkles, this, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. So, you know, we understand that God's love is so unconditional. Right. Yeah. We paint, you know, the broad stroke of earthly approval. Mm-hmm. And, and for that love, a lot of times can be so um, conditional Yeah. in some relationships. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So that's one of the things that makes me think about why we do it. You you make me think, uh, Cherie. Sometimes it's, sometimes we get these ideas from other people's suggestions right. and their guidelines mm-hmm. of what perfection is. That's true, of course. And I remember as a young minister's wife, mm-hmm. my husband and I were just coming into the presbytery for our you know our meeting. Yeah. And they're they're asking all kinds of these questions about your lifestyle and you know do you keep your house clean and mm-hmm. are your kids clean and they were asking me pointed questions. Then they told me that if I did not keep my house clean and my kids, you know, groomed at all times, that I could bring reproach upon my husband's ministry. Oh, wow. So, and of course, that is obviously can be interpreted that way to some people. But that put such a head trip on me, man. Oh, my gosh. You have no idea how many hours in the middle of the night I would be cleaning closets. And my kids were always clean. I mean, I, I was probably a better housekeeper, obviously I was, when I was a pastor's wife because I was afraid that my failure would also cause my husband to fail. Would reflect on so that. those set of guidelines now, in my mind, have been a little bit more uh, balanced out. Yeah. So my house is not perfect anymore. And I don't care that it's not because I've learned that, there's, that the perfection can become so much more important than what right. other things can be like people. Right, and so take that place. Yeah, and and so also that put a. Uh, the, there were people in the church also, and I'm going to toss this over to Joe, because as a pastor's kid, yes, I'm not so yeah. much sure about missionary kid in the island, yeah. but as a pastor's kid in the United States, we had certain, and and I'm going to just say mostly deacons with their big nose, sure. pointing yeah. my kids out while other kids were wreaking havoc, but it was my kids they would mm. call on the carpet right? because I was the pastor and wife right. and there was the pastor's kids. So, Joe, going to toss this and let you talk about perfection for us. Well, sec. first of all, I remember at the age of nine, my theology was solid. <laughs> solid biblical theology. <laughs> and I had the utmost concern about how my mom's home appeared to people that were frequent. Of course she did. It's highest priority. Not like Tommy does. That's why I never <laughs> played in the dirt <laughs> or threw water balloons inside the house wow. or let our 169-pound Great Dane in through the back door when he was supposed to be an outdoor dog. I didn't do these things. Well, even oh, our good dog for was you. <laughs> because I was so committed to my theology. <laughs> okay, scratch that, reverse it. I was very much committed to that my mom actually had additional challenge layers in right. keeping up all of these right. appearances and objects yeah. for the people at the church by doing in contrast yeah. to what normal little boys do by absolutely playing in the dirt and good yep. luck keeping me groomed <laughs> as a little boy, right? <laughs> she used to mandate that I would take le- these baths at the end of play day mm-hmm. and you would just, it was, it, the clean water would look like dark coffee at the oh, end of this. Wow. Me and my buddy... 
Oh my god. BC Gallagher would be out at the at the fence. I've talked about this before. Yeah. Throwing what we called burrito bombs. We'd take white oh my print paper crazy. out of my dad's office, which he was really okay with. Take all the paper you need out of my study. And I would fill it with dirt, fold it up like a burrito, and then we would throw it up in the air so when it landed it would go poof. Right. Right? Oh my god. So there'd be like little rocks and stuff at the bottom of the tub. Anyway, no, I'm sure we made your life a lot more difficult. <laughs> So I will tell you, and if you ever find yourself in the need for the long version, I did write about some of this in my book, mm -hmm. Everyday yeah, Champions, Champions, which yeah, is actually did. all about mentorship and yeah. finding God's call for your life and so forth. But I did describe some of what she's describing yeah. in the book, where because I was the pastor's kid, right. as if that magically and yeah. miraculously changes my that genetic title, predisposition sure. or the fact that you know doctors were wanting to diagnose me with ADHD, mm -hmm. OCD, mm -hmm. um, and of course, to my mom's credit, she would never accept those diagnoses. She also declined the medications, mm -hmm. and Which believed in me right. that that you know <laughs> between him and the Lord, they're going to sort this thing out someday. So, I, as an adult, have been the recipient of so many beneficial layers not to have put my body through all of that accumulative mm, right. medications and stuff. Yeah, um, and I still have. ADHD or whatever the doctors would describe <laughs> right. as ADHD, but now I've tried really hard to work that into positives for the ministry, the, for sure. the details that the I details. catch maybe from yeah. a producer's eye or whatever. Yes. But no, that expectation from deacons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're the pastor's kid. Yeah. You're the boss. Right? That was supposed to be my response to that, right? This idea that because I'm the pastor's kid, I'm supposed to set the example mm -hmm. for the other kid. Right. And I will tell you, as a young, hyper, super obnoxious mm -hmm. kid who defied all of the reasons for that, in terms of my home, I really did have parents that were committed not to even fussing yeah, in front right, of those kids. Right. They would, they had to, they, if they had to talk through something, um, they would do it in the other room. They didn't want us kids being in the presence of any any picture of marriage that wasn't just cooperation, right. yeah. partnership. Teamwork, right. right, right. So my father was so good to my mom. She was so good to my dad. I didn't have to deal with some of the abuses that some kids deal yeah. with yeah. in their homes. And yet my behavior looked very much like that wasn't the case. Right. There were teachers mm -hmm. at times that thought, you know, What's is this kid being home? abused? What's going on right. at home? This yeah. kid's right, got right. energy over the sky. He's yeah. obnoxious. When I was in the second grade one year, mm -hmm. uh, remember these giant medieval clocks that they'd have <laughs> on the front of, uh, of the classroom above the chalkboard? Black and white. These things yep. are like 40 pounds. Yeah. And they're metal. Yeah. And then to add insult to injury, they have the metal grill mm -hmm. in front so that pr projectiles can't <laughs> hit them. Well, right. in any case, I was so furious in the second grade that my teacher had told me to sit down. I was just ruined over that. I wasn't going to do it. I'd had it. You can't tell me to sit down. Don't right? you know who I am? I took my chair and I threw it. I'm in the third row back. I threw it as hard as I could. It went over two rows of students, hit the chalkboard, and this giant medieval clock lands and shatters all over the schoolroom <laughs> floor right in front of the chalkboard. So it's off to the principal's mm -hmm. office. Okay. Um. So <laughs> what, why am I telling you all of this? I had, I had uh, these, these bombastic outbursts like this, but you could not rationalize it by anything that was happening at, at the home. Yeah. My dad was uh, very balanced in his approach to discipline. There were, there were never abuses and things. But when I had deacons mm. pull this gambit with me that right. I'm supposed to set the example and be perfect because I'm in proxy to and two really benevolent pastor figures, 
Yeah. It was the worst thing they could have done. Right. Yeah. And I wrote about this in Everyday Champions. My behavior would be 50 times worse than the one that I had offered that had landed me in trouble in the first place. Mm. And here's why. Because when an adult, I couldn't have explained this or articulated this as a sure. child, but here's basically what it amounted to. I already had issues with outrage and things like this. When an adult, an authority figure that I did not respect at all, yeah. right. basically branded me Ooh. as the renegade, mm -hmm. the outcast, right. the troubled child. The, yeah, the, right. And they didn't, they didn't give me any sense at all that they believed that I could be better than that. Ooh. It just galvanized how in your face I was going to be, right? Yeah. But the people in my life, like mm -hmm. my fifth grade school teacher, Miss Barbara Phillips, mm -hmm. and my Royal Ranger commander, Dave Horde, mm -hmm. and so many others. There's some Bob Backstrom in the mm -hmm. seventh grade, my principal. There were these different moments in my life where people would affirm me regardless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, I understand you're, you're... Dave Horde, what a precious man. He was my Royal Ranger commander. He would see me do something where I'm going to challenge the line. Mm -hmm. And he would turn it like this. Now, Joe, I know you got spirit. Mm -hmm. You've got a lot of good ideas. And I'll tell you what, let's explore some of those a little bit later and we'll see if you've got it. You know, what have you got to offer the class? We'll, we'll get to some of that later. Right now, I need you to be quiet. Can you do that? I know you can. <laughs> Wow. I, I mean, you, you were just spinning. The oh my goodness! Script. The, 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 I don't even want to call it spin or manipulation. No, but but the, the, but it's the, a the craftiness. Yeah, it is the redirect. craftiness and yeah. his commitment to making right. sure that I felt affirmed. Yeah, right. And that what was being defined and frameworked as these disadvantages: the right. kid needs yeah. medication, right. he's obnoxious, what's going on in the home. The fact that he made me believe that Miss Barbara made me believe that I could be something better than that yeah. for those people. That was the projection now. Mm -hmm. That was the mm -hmm. That was the role, as my oldest daughter would say, that was the character I would become yeah. for those people because now they made me feel like if I kept that going, that performance right. of being yeah. obedient and attentive going, I'd keep getting those accolades. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Sign yeah. me up for some more of that. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, point being, these people that, that were the deacons of the church that my mom's describing... Yeah that would try to define me in this negative light. Yeah. They only galvanized it and made it worse. And yeah. I, and I, honestly, the words, you're the pastor's kid. Right. The words, you're supposed to set the example mm -hmm. made right. my Twitching. metabolic function <laughs> fall apart. Right. Like, right. like my brain would malfunction. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. Well, and I think we do that so often just in life. Yeah. You know, we, we set these such high goals for yes. ourselves that they're not even realistic, yeah. you know, and we do that to ourselves. People do that to us occasionally, right. but I think <clears throat> the worst enemy is that we do that to ourselves. And set ourselves of, up for failure. Absolutely. Instead of thinking, okay, I can do this, I can. or I let's set this smaller goal until yeah. then I can meet this other goal, because as Joe can attest, I'm a horrible housekeeper. I'm horrible at it. I, I'm not, it's not my strong suit, but I try. And yes, the house gets overwhelming and I have to really work hard at it, but it well, you're doesn't. Not a, you're not a stay-at-home wife either. Well, no. full, more than full-time right. career yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. We have little kids. Right. It's the perfect <laughs> recipe for disaster. So I don't know that it's a fair framework to say I'm a bad housekeeper. We don't really know. Well, what kind of a housekeeper you are because we'd have to put you at the house an and that would No, I'm serious. No, for sure. How Good do point. you come home at the end of a 6 p.m., you know, yeah. full 10 hour 
And and then you've got the kids, and they're all, oh, let me show now you my homework. Dinner, and now it's homework. Bing, now it's bing, bath, bing, and they have sports laundry, and everything else. Now it's, yeah. So I know that was a peripheral point, but don't say you're a bad housekeeper. <laughs> Let's just agree that our house needs a lot of help. How about that? <laughs> okay. Redirect. Yeah. Redirect. Hey, I, I'm, you I'm learned. Pro, I'm, I learned <laughs> something. Learned. So I love Catherine, that. you're a great housekeeper. <laughs> Let's just say the house disagrees. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's funny. But that actually makes my point for me, doesn't it? It's my perception of yes. who I am right. and my yes. lack of perfectionism yes. on the house, right. but then we can redirect that. Yeah. So how often time does the Lord do that to us? For sure. You know, he says no. And we talked about this yeah. when we were talking about identity and who we are in mm -hmm. Christ. Yeah. That goes along so well with this mm -hmm. because God doesn't call us to be perfect. No, that's right. right. He doesn't. He doesn't say, oh, you have to be perfect. Exactly. You have to fill every square inch of this box before right. then you can be a child of For mine. For sure. Right. For sure. He does not do that. No, he he didn't do that to the thief. And we talked about right. that the other day, too, is that he doesn't, he didn't tell the thief, hey, now you have to get, climb down off that cross yeah. and go do all these right. other things before yeah. right. you, know? you can then be saved. Right, no. right, right. He didn't even have a chance. He was on the cross dying yeah. and he was saved. So that's something we have to remember that God doesn't call us to be perfect. No, for And sure. what other people, and how many times has this happened where you see this friend on Facebook, their life is perfect. They post the perfect family pictures right. and accolades to their husband or accolades oh, to their right. wife. Well, and those posts never show you like their daily struggle, oh, no. their frustration, their right. stress, right. you know, yeah. strife that could be happening. It's always perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect. Of course. You know? And uh, we have a friend in common, Kelly, mm -hmm. um, and she says life gets lifey. You know, mm -hmm. and it really does. It gets really messy and trying to be perfect. Like we were talking about, it's exhausting yes. Yes. and it's unsustainable, yes. man, yep. and it, fear that mm. paralyzes us. Yes. You know, and yes. that means like not fulfilling your calling or operating in what, you know, your gift is, mm -hmm. you know, it just like seizes you up and, and it's easier to just do nothing than to take one step yes. forward. Yep. Yes. You know? Yes, those are things that um, I believe are very detrimental mm. is when you become isolated in your own, yeah. oh, like wow. you said, yeah. mm -hmm. your perception of yourself can isolate you from. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a very easy thing to do. Sure. Um, but if there's people out there listening to this conversation, give yourself a break. Oh, Grace. Grace, yourself, you know Grace. Absolutely. And I liked what you said earlier about, um, it might have been during the, in between, mm. but you said that they, you know, there was only one perfect person. Yeah, yeah. And they killed him. Yeah, yep. exactly. And so I like that. I yep. like what you said too about um, the perceptions that you have of yourself. That yeah. really is kind of where it starts. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, give yourself a break and don't set goals that are unattainable. Oh, and yeah. if other people are setting goals for you, go back mm. and think, okay, wait a minute, but you're not living it's my not life. It's not my goal. It's, yeah. It's exactly what you guys are talking about. This is the life I live, and I'm sorry if you can make my house pretty clean and all that. Come on over, right? But don't don't put me in your guidelines. In your yeah, bubble, right? I have Absolutely. to answer for my own thing. Yeah. yeah. So if, if guidelines have been set for you by other people, reevaluate. No, for sure, it's reevaluate. Like, worry about your porch. I'll take care of my porch. I like that one. It's my you favorite know? one. <laughs> yeah. 
for sure. We do have to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. Introducing the Simply His Mystery Bundle, a must-have for coffee lovers and book lovers alike. Indulge in our selection of certified organic, herbicide and pesticide-free, great-tasting coffees. Whether it's Donna's Divine Cup of Theology, Nita's Splendid Sunrise at the Ranch, Allie's Amazing Tornado Watch, or Catherine's Incredible Island Girl, each roast is bursting with its own unique flavor. And the best part? You get to pick your favorite blend. So which one will you choose? Our stunning gray and silver Simply His shirt is also included in this package. A stylish V-neck t-shirt with our Simply His logo printed on the front in captivating silver. Perfect for that warm weather that's just around the corner. Now, I did say this was a mystery package. That's because when you purchase a special offer from Skywatch TV store, you'll receive a free mystery book. You heard me right, a mystery book from one of Defender Publishing's huge selection of greatest hits and all-time bestsellers, sent to you at no extra cost. These outstanding works of literature are packed with inspiration and faith. But don't wait too long to order. This offer is only available while supplies last. Place your order to ensure that you don't miss out on this exciting opportunity. Put together, these items hold a retail value of over $90. Yours now for only $45 plus shipping and handling. Don't miss out on this great package. You can shop Simply His by scanning the QR code now by using your camera app or call 844-750-4985 and tell them that you want the new Simply His mystery bundle. Now, let's get back to Simply His. Welcome back. We are continuing our discussion on being perfect and is that even attainable? Right. Which it's not attainable. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous <laughs> and nobody can be perfect. No. And we were talking before the break even that God is not calling you to be perfect or to live a perfect life. We live on a fallen planet. Things are going to happen. Sure. You're going to have emotions that get away from you. Uh-huh. But grace. Yeah. God's grace is sufficient that's for it. us. Absolutely. That's exactly it. You know, that's one thing we were talking about is, um, being paralyzed by that fear, Yeah, you know, and that mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough and doggone it. Nobody likes me kind of thing. That's where the enemy really likes to come in and attack and destroy the plans that God has for you and the purpose that he has set for yeah. you. You know, when you don't take that step of faith, mm -hmm. uh, the enemy's won. He's just one, you know, he's successfully fulfilled his plan in shutting the purpose down that God has for you in that moment for that time, that yeah. season. Yeah. Don't be Eeyore. Oh, wow. Don't wallow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you fail, get back up and try again. Right. That's an important lesson to learn. Well, and you know, we talk about how Toby and I were youth pastors. Toby, um, I don't remember if you were, um, worship guide 2.0 at that time or not, he brought in cinder blocks and he starts building this wall and teaching, you know, the kids about um, the lesson that he was talking about. And when the lesson was done, the kids got up and looked on the back side of the wall and each block had the word either failure or success, failure or success. Oh, wow. Either way, the wall got built. 
Right. You, he was building on, you know, and he was yeah. using your failures, oh, yeah. using your successes. That's great. And it yeah. still got built. So, you know, just keep striving, keep going, you know. Yeah. Yes, I love that. I think that is something that um, you, when you do finally get courage enough to try something, right. and if you fail, then it shuts you down again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So no, no, no. Get back up and do it again. And, and that's where it's community. We can encourage one another. Absolutely. You know, you know yes, that yes. didn't work out so great, but let's do this. Right. I'm here. Well, we it's the whole this. redirect. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's the whole redirect part. You know, if, if you can redirect your thoughts or redirect your thinking yeah. or even your heart, you have to do that so that then you can reach that next level and setting those small goals. Because again, if, if you're a goal oriented person and you need to check the boxes, do things. We've even talked about this on like the whole new year's resolution type thing oh, yeah. is don't, don't make a re new year's resolution that you can't keep because we're like, Oh, we're going to have a beach body ready to go by <laughs> summer. Really? <laughs> It doesn't, right. it's not yeah. a magic pill, <laughs> no. you know, it's no. not. Especially after three kids, I mean, really. Oh, right? Well, four for me, <laughs> not but this still. body. <laughs> exactly. Just Is saying. it really going to be ready? But start those small, yeah. small things and give yourself so much grace because that's, what God wants for us is he doesn't want us to be perfect. Right. We can do the baby steps. No, for sure. And don't be feeding all those negatives. No. We always tend to kind of gravitate to the things that we yeah. hear that oh, are not that's good. that's the deal. That's the mm -hmm. deal. And really, 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 I've had to do this myself over the last three or four years. I've had to stop and, like Joe said, redirect. Mm -hmm. I've had to do this to myself. Yeah. Oh, of course. Don't think that thought. There's nothing in it but, but destruction. Yeah. Think Think, redirect that idea, yeah. that thought. And that's where I went back to when we talked about the identity in Christ. I started thinking about, okay, but what's God's concept of me? Right. And I, I, I mean, he died for me. That's where we start. Right. Yeah. And right. it goes up from there. Yeah. And so it's really helped me a lot. So, yeah. Speaking of, you know, speaking stuff over you, we had a pastor once that said, you know, in a dog fight, which, which dog's going to win? It's the one you feed. Yeah. Mm. You know, so, and I think about that a That's lot good. about, you know, speaking stuff over me. It's like, oh, stop that. Stop that. Yeah, actually, okay. um, one of the ladies that's helped me watch uh, Thomas and Becca, she used that analogy to a degree with them, you know, when they're starting to fight or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, which wolf are you feeding? Are you feeding the <laughs> good oh, wolf cute. or the bad wolf? And then Thomas will come home and he'll be like, mom, yeah. he was feeding the bad wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so he's proclaiming he's that, it. but he's, he's that's a concept yeah. that yeah. even children can understand sure. which one are you feeding? Who are you feeding? Yeah. And that's so important. And yeah. that's the mirror. You know, you have to stand in the mirror yeah. again. Who does God say I am? Yes. Who, what am I speaking into my life? Who am I feeding? Right. And we have to always feed that and you're never going to be perfect. No. Just get that out of your head right now. No, for sure. The only for perfect sure. you're going to find is in Christ. That's it. Absolutely. That's the only place you're going to find it. Absolutely. Well, we are all out of time again. Did you guys learn something today? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next week in the Simply His Coffee Shop.